not weird at all. Nope, it's not. <laughs> okay. Um, what do we do now? <laughs> <laughs> welcome. Yes, welcome to Kawush. <laughs> the Stargate podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm Teresa. And I'm Marcus. And today we're talking about the episode The Tomb, uh, which is season five, episode eight yes. of Stargate SU-1. Should we just say shortly what it's about? Should we say what it says in, in the thing so that oh, no yes. one understands? What, that is perfect, because uh... that is never what it is actually about. So um, then we can be confused together. This is the description from the DVD box. <clears throat> On a rescue mission to recover Russian soldiers believed missing in... A- it's going well. Sure it is. <laughs> believed missing in action... On a previously undisclosed trip, SG-1 gets trapped in a gold tomb with a number of decomposed bones. And a deadly alien monster with an appetite for human flesh. It actually kind of describes what it's about. Yeah, it doesn't mention that they also have four Russians with them, but otherwise, yeah. Yeah. It's actually pretty accurate. Yeah. Good job. This one gets a 7 out of 10. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, we should have a rating for everyone. Yeah. That would be yeah so let's write that down yeah all right yeah so like do you have any initial thoughts that you want to share why are the russians always the bad guys that was also my thought yeah Yeah. i thought they were like extra stereotypical in this one yeah i don't remember how they are in that episode where they actually go to russia because they don't meet a lot of russians there no they meet the the doctor yeah svetlana something yeah, of course her name is Svetlana. Yeah, of course it is, yeah. And, I mean, she's she, she is actually reasonable. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like her, but she's also not, you know... That's the thing. I think she acts more American, even though she's Russian, because she is not one of the bad guys. Uh, yes. Yeah, I had a lot of trouble with just how they portrayed Russians yeah. throughout this episode. Yeah. And I'm just like... From the beginning, I could understand there was tension between them. The Russians are bitter at the U.S. and the U.S. don't like the Russians. And let me, the the the, the tensions between them were understandable. But then when it actually turned out that yes, the Russians did have secret orders that they didn't share and that placed people in danger. Yeah, and also like. I have written this down in my notes, but the whole thing about like our oh, casualties are ex- acceptable, uh-huh. and blah blah blah. That the Russian commander, whose name I don't remember now, I'm sorry. Yeah, me neither. That was just such a like. Okay, the Americans are righteous; they leave no man behind, and the Russians are cruel and casual and don't care about lives unless it's a woman. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> they, he actually did care about that. But... Or, but I mean. The thing about that is that he, he used that as, a, that as an excuse that we should leave now because he had already found the thing they were actually oh, yeah. there for. Yeah, that's true. So I don't think that... He I, I think that care about her. No. No. If he hadn't already found that thing, he would have just let her die. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Okay. Yeah. And I, got, I almost got happy towards the end when, when the, the Russian colonel... Was all like, yeah, I'm sorry, I was work- working under under secret orders. But, I mean, he admitted the truth, but then he just threw a grenade, so Colonel Neal never actually saw that. So, I mean, I think he, he, he just ad- admitted the truth because no one would actually know anyway, because he just threw the grenade. He didn't sh- actually show that he had the, the, the eye of the thing. 
Well, I did what? <laughs> when okay. <laughs> when when um, when the Russian who had who had uh, been possessed by the gold yeah. came, yeah, um, and said that I know you have secret orders. Where is the the eye of the thing? <laughs> <laughs> I want to say the eye of Rob, but that is not the that thing. That is not the thing. No. Yeah, and and the Russian colonel was all like, "No, but I don't work under any secret orders. You are mistaken." And then the Gold threatens to kill O'Neill, and it looks like the the Russian colonel goes like, "No, but I can't let that happen. I'm gonna tell the truth, and I'm gonna get O'Neill out of this." Yeah, which he does. But he also that could just as well have been a a ruse. Okay, I have it, even though I don't have it. Here's a grenade. Mm-hmm. So you mean it might have still made it to the Russians? The no. eye? No, I don't think. Or... no, I, I I rather think that he O'Neill still won't know whether or not. I mean, for sure, whether or not he he uh... was actually under secret orders or not. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, now O'Neill obviously knows because the 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 general. I should really learn the Russian general's name. Yeah, because he's well. been in it he, before. He, yeah, right? he's yeah. he's a recurring character, so I should know his name. I apologize for not knowing his name, but he admitted that yeah, there were secret orders. Yeah, but the colonel still sort of protected the secret by not showing the actual mm. eye. Mm. Mm. Conspiracies. Yes. Yeah, and the only um, curse words that the Russians know are Boshemwa, mm. or however you pronounce that. I'm sorry, Alex, if you <laughs> listen to this ever. Um, which is ridiculous. Yeah. I think it's just used because you know that those are curse words. Yeah, in... it's just like like when you, at least in, in Swedish media, if you're going to hear a Finnish person uh they're going curse. to say perkula. Yeah, because yeah. that is the only curse word in the Finnish language. <laughs> that is not true at all. But it's the one that Swedish people know, and so it's the one they use. Yeah. And they do the same with the Russians now. Yeah. I did like, however, that there were they were actual Russians. The actors were Russian. They were? I didn't check now, but... I didn't check either, actually. But the thing is, I think I've, I've looked that up before. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've, I think I've heard that... that Stargate actually always used Russian actors. Huh. Because uh, I was thinking about that. I was like, okay, are they actual Russians or are they Americans pretending to be Russians? But then when the Gould took over, yeah. and he still had a Russian accent, even yeah. though he was Gould, I was like, maybe he is Russian. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm pretty sure they all are supposed to be anyway. Mm. And at least if they they weren't Russian... They had pretty good Russian accents. Yes. Which is better than when you sometimes see Americans trying to act uh, foreigners and seeing Americans uh, pretend to be Swedish <laughs> is always cringeworthy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. I will admit, I mean, obviously, I don't speak Russian, but f- from as I heard it anyway, their Russian accents were convincing. Yeah, it didn't sound like an American speaking Russian when they were speaking no. Russian. But I don't Should know Russian Should we try Russian to Google either. if they actually were Russian or not? So yeah, let's look it up. Let's do, let's do some research. <laughs> yes! Doesn't matter where I'm listed on IMDb. It's lost. 
Uh, Earl Patsko, I'm not sure. Alexander Calguin, could be. Jen Halley doesn't sound like. Does not, no. Uh, Vitaly Kravchenko and Gary Chalk. So, about half and half, I would say. Yeah. Okay, then. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> used some Russians, at least. Yes. Yes, they did. And it's always possible that, that even the ones that didn't have Russian names had, like, were half Russian or something. Yeah. Giving them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. We approved of their accents and stuff. Yes. Anyway. Yes. Even if they were American. Yes. <laughs> at least they put some effort in it. Yes. I had a, like, a thought in the beginning of, like, who makes the folders that they always get? Yeah. I'm curious. Is is that someone's job? Does, like, does um, Hammond have a secretary that does things for him? Or does he sit and do all the folders? <laughs> that seems unlikely. It seems quite unlikely. I seem to recall that we've seen in, like, three or four episodes throughout the whole thing that he has a secretary. Or at least he has someone that he asks to do things. Hmm. I don't think it's ever the same person, so, you know, it's... Because extras. Yeah. It would be fun to, to sometimes see the, you know, behind the scenes, hello, we are the, the people who actually create your folders and who, like, organize your information. I want to see the archivists. <laughs> of course <you> do. <laughs> I also found it interesting that the, the, the journal from the, the uh, Russian archaeologist... Yeah. They gave that to Daniel instead of having one of the Russians read it. I think Daniel knows Russian. Yeah, he does. But it still didn't really make sense to me that they gave it to the American who speaks Russian instead of to the Russians. No, that was very strange. Yeah. I mean, if it has been, you know, proper, like, a lot of archaeology terms and stuff, then then I would have understood it. But this seemed more of a... This was more about them dying and... yeah. In a way, I can understand that that Colonel Neil wanted Daniel to read it because he trusts Daniel to actually read the whole thing and not leave anything out. Yeah. But it feels like the Russians should have, like, why can't we read it? Yeah. But I guess that's something that would have just added more tension that they didn't feel like they needed in this episode. <sighs> there was so much much posturing between the colonels. It was like, yeah. oh my god. Yeah, and, and knowing that... They are an American and a Russian that don't like each other, even from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And they are both the same uh, rank. Why did no one make sure that they knew when they left that, okay, you actually have authority to give orders? Because afterwards, it sounded like the the Russian general, he was like, yeah, but you were in charge. It's your fault that everyone died. And then I was like, but you didn't make that clear before. No, no, but that was just an excuse. To make sure that O'Neill sounded incompetent. Yep. But it kind of feels like the, the generals should have decided among themselves beforehand that, yes, your colonel will be in charge of this mission and my colonel will listen to yours. Yep. They definitely should have done that. And I mean, it would make sense for O'Neill to be in charge since he's actually been on alien planets before. Yeah. And the other one hasn't. Yeah. As far as we know. Yeah. And even if he has... He hasn't been as much as Colonel O'Neill. O'Neill knows his stuff, even though he's sometimes... Super annoying. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I like O'Neill, but not when they write him as stubborn and, and 
I like him too, but they've done that a few episodes in a row now. Yeah. He's been like devil's advocate, stubborn, mean person. And also, um, the when they got into the pyramid that wasn't a pyramid, but it was a cigarette or whatever it was called. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just heard cigarette all the time. Um... It was like super dusty and things fell down when they opened the door and I was just like, it doesn't look like anyone's been here in a few thousand years. That was a little strange because the Russians had been there like a year ago. Yeah, there there should have been some some tracks on the ground at least. Yeah. I mean, I can understand if on the outside, because that was a desert, so mm, sand would have, would have blown in and, yeah. and could have looked like it was completely undisturbed but inside that should have there should have been more obvious signs of people yeah i also like how yeah this is very very complicated to to open and i'm not sure i it'll take me hours upon hours yeah there are three things to push <laughs> how many combinations is that <laughs> yeah at that point i just thought like but why didn't you just try pushing everything yeah. Were all the other little squares also buttons? And if you pushed them, nothing would have happened? Because otherwise you could have just felt around yeah. for the ones that depressed. And then it would have opened the door. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I was feeling. Like, at least mention that, yeah, if the wrong code is punched in, something horrible might happen and we might all die. Yep. Otherwise, it's it's just... Could have just stood there pushing buttons. It would have taken you five minutes. I was like, when Sam was like, okay, we have five days of water left. Mm. I was like, how much water did they carry? Because it didn't look like they have huge backpacks when they got there. No. Five days of water is a lot. Yeah, they were eight people. Mm -hmm. I mean, I suppose, I mean, you should drink, what is it? Two liters or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Say say you, you need to drink or should drink two liters of water per day. I mean, you can probably, if you ration it and instead drink like two deciliters, then it's not that much. No. Two deciliters times eight, that's 16 times five. That's a number. <laughs> 16 times five. Um, yes. Something. Yeah. So that's eight liters. So everyone had to have carried eight liters at least. No, everyone needed to have carried one liter. I should, I, I could have counted that. That could have been counted in a much smarter way, actually. <laughs> if two deciliters of water per person for five, for five days. days should be one liter per person. <laughs> I'm smart and I'm math. And, uh, yeah. We also know about medical stuff and we are totally giving you advice on how to ration water right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Sure. Don't, 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 don't do that. No. Yeah, because I was just thinking, like, if you're out hiking, you use up, like, two liters in a day, and you can, like, if you carry around that much water, it's super heavy. Yeah. Um, But then you're also moving out, so maybe you need less. Yeah, and I mean, they're, they're soldiers that probably used to rations and have been like trained to survive on as little as possible yeah so if they each carried only one liter per person which isn't all that much i i carry that around yeah me too 
but they would probably be pretty useless at the end of day five. Probably. But that's what, that's the point where they no longer care if they blow everything up and just die yeah. quickly. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah? Did you like anything about this episode? <laughs> <laughs> they had two women. Yes. Who talked to each other. Yes. About something other than a man. Yeah. They well, talked we about a little buggy creature. <laughs> yeah, we don't know the gender of the buggy creature. No, that's true. We don't. No. So they might have not passed the special test. Maybe. But... That was a good effort. Yes. I suppose. <laughs> I find it interesting. I wish they would have elaborated upon it more. That this Gould was so horrible that his people actually turned against him. Yeah. I also wonder what happened to his people. Yeah. Because they rebelled against him. But the planet seemed deserted. Of course, they haven't explored the whole planet like no. they never do yeah but um it's possible they they moved to a you know better part of the planet that isn't desert yeah <laughs> maybe they wanted some trees <laughs> it was a uh, some degrees fahrenheit and i don't know how many that was or what it meant but <laughs> yeah it seemed like it was hot yeah it was also a few thousand years ago anything could have happened since then yeah, sure but yeah because that's interesting, because otherwise, I mean, the gold are horrible, horrible towards their peoples. Yeah. And this one went too far. It was so horrible that they locked him up with a flesh-eating creature in a regener- regenerative... Regenerative? <laughs> in a sarcophagus. They kept healing him. Yeah. That's horrible. That is horrible. Yeah, I got the feeling that this episode was supposed to be sort of creepy. Yeah. But I wasn't creeped out at all. Maybe because I've seen it before, but I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, it was a little bit, we are trapped somewhere with a creature that will eat us. But I guess you didn't really see enough of the creature to really get the, the oh my god, they could die at any time. No. It also seemed like the main focus was O'Neill and Colonel What's-His-Face yeah. being annoying with each other. Yeah. The creature was like sort of a side note. Yeah, no, I think the point of this whole uh, episode was just we don't like the Russians. We can't trust them. <laughs> yeah. 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 That, I think that was all my thoughts. Well, there was the littering on alien planets. Yes, I also wrote that down, right? Yeah. Throwing cigarette packs yeah. on an alien planet. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I think, I wonder if that was meant to be another hint that the Russians don't know what they're doing and they have no respect for these places they go to. I mean, yeah, like, none of the Americans even smoke. No. Uh, And these evil Russians smoke and then they throw the cigarette packs on the ground on an alien planet. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm just like, how much littering have you guys actually done? Mm You go to an alien planet and say you're attacked or something and you shoot people. You don't go around picking up all of the shell casings from the ground. Nope. Which maybe you should. Uh-huh. I feel like this is a very Swedish discussion to have. Yeah, quite possibly. <laughs> <laughs> they litter! Yeah. <laughs> it's... Yep. <laughs> well, we are Swedish, so... Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Okay. We're ending on the note of no littering on alien planets, please. Yes. Care about the environment, even when it's not your planet. Yeah. 
Because once your planet is dead, you might have to go to the next planet. Yeah. And if you ruin that too... <laughs> yes. On that happy note... Yeah. All right. This has been Kawoosh. <laughs> I'm going to say it like that every time now. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> should we have a sign-off phrase? We should have a sign-off phrase. What should, should our sign-off phrase be? I say live long and prosper, but that's the wrong star again. Yeah. I wanted to say see you on the other side. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Do we say it at the same time? What's our plan here? I don't know. <laughs> we don't have a plan. No. I just hate yours. <laughs> and now we're in Hamilton land. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast is going all over the place. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's just say it at the same time. Cool. See you on, on the other side. side. We'll practice. Yeah, that. we'll get better. Yeah. <laughs>